Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right, a story that I think uh, we need to spend a little time talking about here, and uh, we'll find out exactly what's going on and see if we can't get a response. Um, this week, a large group made up of government, um, industry, business professionals, all of them coming together to call on our federal government to show some action on Alberta airports, most of them. Uh, at least the ones that welcome international arrivals, remain closed in our province. Very few have been reopened, especially when you compare it with other provinces, and it's causing some big problems, as you might expect. So to tell us what's going on, we're going to chat now with Jim Johansson, who is with the Board of Directors for Cooking Lake Airport and part of the group that made this submission and asked for some clarity from the federal government. Jim, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, well, uh, thanks for inviting me on the show, Shay. appreciate it. Yeah, so, I mean, just describe the situation for us, Jim. I mean, how many airports are open in Alberta? How many are closed? Uh, where do we stand right now? Yeah, well, in Alberta, we're, we're, we're dead last in the country on a per capita basis in terms of um, airports reopened to international arrivals. And maybe, maybe just a, a little bit of clarification. So most people are super familiar with um uh, passenger flights, sure, like, yeah. uh, like taking Air Canada or WestJet out of um, the Edmonton or Calgary International airports. Uh, those airports have been reopened uh, and they're operating fine. Uh, but the passenger flights are, are typically only about 20% of the aircraft that are in the air at any given time. The other 80% fall into a category that's called general aviation. And that's everything from helicopters to firefighters to private to corporate to you know, logistics, you know, that sort of thing. So typically what happens in a large metropolitan center like you would have around Edmonton is you would have a, a an international airport like the Edmonton International serving primarily the passengers, and then you would have smaller airports that serve the general aviation fleet. And those are the ones that we've had a real tough time getting Ottawa to reopen, especially in Alberta. So, uh, yeah, like, to, you know, not, nothing to be proud of, but Edmonton is actually the largest Metropolitan, or the fifth largest metropolitan area in Canada, we still have no no general aviation airports open for international arrivals yet. Here. Okay, so in terms of where we stack up, like you say, we're we're far behind the rest of the country. Give us an example. Like, what's the situation, say, in BC or in Ontario? They have most of their airports, some of their airports. What what's the situation? Uh, yeah, they've actually opened a tremendous number of airports in BC. So, for example, uh, they've reopened twenty seven airports in British Columbia. And they've reopened them at, uh, you know, the Canada Border Services Agency has three tiers of service, uh, depending on type, the type of airport, the location, the type of traffic they expect. Um, so they, they, they've opened 27 airports in BC to uh, the mid-level of service. Okay. Um, in Alberta, uh, they've opened four airports to, uh, sorry, two levels, two airports to the mid-level of service and two airports to the highest level of service. So, um, so yeah, technically, BC has got I don't know, usually ten times the number of uh, mid-level service airports open as Alberta. So, what's the follow for this? I mean, what what what's the issue that we're facing here in Alberta because we don't have these airports up and running? Well, it, it impacts um, uh, it impacts our economy. So, for example, um, 
Uh, a lot of the general aviation flights are serving everything from aerial survey to medevac to um, corporate to business to flight training. Um, you know, like just about everything falls in there. I, I had a call from the flight school just the other day that they're wondering when their when when custom service might be restored to to the airport they operate out of because they've had to suspend their cross border training um, curriculum. Yeah. Uh, you know, for the last two and a half years, so they've been graduating pilots without that part of the training having been completed, and uh, there's still no end in sight for them, unfortunately. So, you know, that's that's an impact on flight training. But uh, you know, business users, um, you know, they're having to find other places to land, uh, and you know, not not to you know, Alberta isn't totally closed. Like, they're, right. they're good folks at the Edmonton and the uh, Calgary International Airports. They have been absolutely super in accommodating the, the extra GA traffic, um, the general aviation traffic, while those airports remain closed to international arrivals. But there's a huge cost both to the Edmonton and Calgary International Airport and to the airport op- or to the uh, general aviation aircraft operator. So, um, so general aviation aircraft tend to be smaller, but you know anywhere from two to, to 10 to 15 seats. Uh, they travel about half the speed in the air as a commercial jet would. Um, and on the ground, they travel, they maneuver at about one third of the maneuvering speed on the ground. So it, it really slows up the traffic mm-hmm. at the uh, international airport. So that, that's, a, that's a negative impact on the international airports. Uh, and then to the aircraft operator, um, they end up having to pay you know, pretty steep fees to use the, the airports uh, anywhere, depending on the size of the aircraft, anywhere from 250 to $1,000 just for landing and ramp fees to, to clear customs. Wow. Okay. Now, um, what's the, what, give us a timeline. Like, is this something that's just come up? Like, or are we talking about this has been going on for months where we're seeing other airports that are open in Alberta? Isn't is this, is this something that's happened in the last week or two or something that's been going on for a good long period of time? It's been going on for far too long, to be honest. Um, you know, we've been petitioning the federal government since the beginning of this year, actually, uh, to, to address the, the critical need in the Edmonton area in particular, because there are no GA airports open in the Edmonton area yet. Um, and, uh, you know, last May, they, they turned down our request to, to reopen the Cooking Lake and the Villeneuve airports serving the Edmonton area. And that same week, uh, they, they announced the reopening of 254 docks in Ontario, plus another 20 airports in Ontario. So it, it's not a resourcing problem. It's a priority problem. Yeah. And that's the struggle that we're, we're trying to figure out is how do we get back on the priority list? Because nobody's listening, to be honest. Yeah, and you've petitioned the government. What, what's the response? First of all, what's the reasoning? Why are these airports closed? And, and why haven't they taken any action? Are you hearing anything from them? Um not not anything meaningful or tangible. It's it's mostly like you know, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, you know, and we get it. You know, they've been they've been tremendously preoccupied with the the bottlenecks at Toronto Pearson sure, okay. in Vancouver, uh, and we get it. But you know, at the same time, we, we couldn't help but notice they were opening hundreds and hundreds of dock sites across Ontario and BC or uh, Ontario and Quebec and BC. But Alberta is getting left out. So it, it's. Um, you know, it, it, it's definitely a priority problem, and it's just trying to get on on somebody's uh, somebody's radar to do something about it. Um, so that, that's kind of why Premier Kenny weighed in this week with some fairly strong words for Ottawa about uh, you know keeping Alberta at the bottom of the priority list, and uh, uh, the Alberta Chambers of Commerce also mm-hmm. you know, weighed in and, and they said, look, you know, Alberta businesses uh, 
are just as important as BC businesses and Ontario businesses. Like what gives? So it's um, yeah, yeah. I guess all we can do is just uh, try and create more awareness and get more people kind of asking the tough questions of Ottawa, like why why are why are you leaving Alberta out of the equation here for reopening uh, uh, the province to international traffic? Yeah, well, Jim, I'll, I'll tell you that we do have a request into uh, Marco Mendocino on this uh, to try and get him to come on the air here and explain what's going on in the province of Alberta. We haven't heard anything back. He's been on the show a few times, so maybe he will, uh, and uh, hopefully we can get some answers from him. But in the meantime, I appreciate you coming on and uh, telling us what the situation is. Thanks very much.